Hi, everybody. My name is Jill Renee Feeler, and welcome to this week's podcast. I am so glad that you're here joining live. I had some technical glitches getting the information ready to go, and I apologize for that. If, for any reason, by the way, you can't get in, um, I use the same call-in number um, every time. So anyway, I will do better, though. That was that was my dropping the ball, and I, I thought it was ready to go, and it wasn't. So, hello. <laughs> Let's get started here. Let's take two nice deep breaths. And just rotate those shoulders, relax, slow your breathing. Here we go. Okay. So in this podcast today, as with all my work, I am helping bubble up to the surface more of your soulful essence. It is our soulfulness, our timeless energy. Yes, I know it's woo-woo, and the 10-year-ago version of me would have probably clicked off by now if you're listening to this. Um, So I get it for those that are skeptics. But what I realize is that what humanity needs more than anything is our soulfulness. Every single aspect of life has a powerful force of loving, divine, well-intentioned energy. And we need that desperately in humanity. And I found a way, um, I stumbled across a way of really, it's like hacking into the divine and just realizing it's there sparking it, serving it, nurturing it, and nourishing it within our lives, within our humanness, and your whole world changed. Um, you, yeah, it's like a different version of yourself. You realize automatically that you matter. You understand at even an intellectual level your significance and your inherent value by being, by being, by being. And if, I mean, can you imagine what humanity can be like when more and more of us are operating in this way? right? So I get it. Let's just relax a minute and just contemplate all the different ways that you are feeling insecure today, that you are questioning yourself, that you are holding yourself back from authentically living and really being more bold in your life. If you had any idea or, yeah, I was, I want to say every idea, if you could clearly see how much your higher self, your soulfulness, and, you know, there's so many terms we put to this, but basically the eternal you. You're the human you. You're the human manifestation of your soul's desire and curiosity about what it could be like to have a human on earth right now. That's you. You are so loved and so appreciated and so revered by this divine energy that I call your team because it's more than more than one thing. It's everything. It's omnipresent. If you realized how much you're loved, how much you're supported, and that truly you're in the driver's seat. Okay, now let's just pause right there because that will probably freak a lot of people out. But I, I, in private sessions consistently, especially for those that are newer to my work, they, there are questions that <laughs> indicate how little control we sometimes feel in our humanness. And I totally understand why that is because of the way the world has been wired. And yet we're here to rewire it and to truly function in a, in a high-vibe way, in a high-value way, and even in an effective way. We need to realize how much more in control of our lives we are and that our teams are actually looking to us for guidance, not the other way around. 
So please just notice in any part of your life the way that you're kind of waiting for your team to figure things out for you or you're waiting for guidance and direction from your team because the reason you may be waiting is because they're actually waiting on you. How fascinating is that, right? Yeah, let's just sit with that for a moment as my chair squeaks. <laughs> your team, your higher self, may be waiting on you. What do you want to try next? What do you want to experiment with? What do you want to explore and be? How do you want to change? What do you not like in your life? Now, a common retort to this concept that you are actually more in charge in your life than you think is, well, you know what, Jill, if I was really in charge of my life, I wouldn't have lost my job. I wouldn't have lost this loved one that's so close to me. So you might be wrong. I'm not in charge of my life or these, these other things wouldn't have happened. And this is the other big misunderstanding. Saying and knowing that you are in control of your life in many, many ways does not mean that you are in control of anyone else's. So a boss that said, I'm sorry, we can't afford to keep you anymore, or we can't, um, you're not fitting in with the company anymore, or a loved one that had a transition window and for reasons that we don't understand decided to uh, check out and, and not be that human anymore, that doesn't mean that you weren't in control of, of you. That means that you were never in control of them. And this reality was never for us about having control of everyone else. That shifted everything right there. I can see it energetically. So all you have control over is you and how you respond to your hopes, your joys, your fears, your tragedies. All you have control of is you. And from your team's perspective, that is actually more than enough. It's more than enough to have an amazing life. Please pay attention, especially today, after hearing this message, to your patterns of thinking. There are loops that we run in, whether we are overconfident, whether we are harsh, overly harsh on other people, whether we are overly harsh with ourselves, whether we are always the one that gets the short end of the stick. In other words, we have a victim mentality that's looped in our consciousness. Even those looped programs, once noticed, can be completely reevaluated and rewritten. And please don't underestimate how big of a change that can make in your life. It's absolutely huge and game-changing when we realize our kind of subliminal programming that we've been running over and over and over again. And at any age, we can say, you know what? I'm done with that. And I shared a story in a recent series I was doing called Celebrating the Empaths that I was a bit of a doormat from uh, probably the age of 17 and younger. And I completely remember um, the the moment I was with my friends. Uh, my friends were not so great. <laughs> they were not the best friends. 
Um, but they were my friends, and we did have a lot of fun together. But I remember saying out loud, I am not going to take any shit anymore. And that was 1987. And my world changed. There was something that clicked in me. I hit that breaking point, And it wasn't even serious. I didn't, you know, almost die or anything. But at 17 years old, I just realized there was a pattern going on in my life that I didn't like anymore. And I did feel like I was always the one getting the short end of the stick. And I was like, you know what, I'm done with that. And I said it out loud. And I hadn't even had my awakening yet. But somehow I knew. I'm really asking you guys to consider what do you want to say out loud today to yourself and to the universe of what you are done with or on the more positive side which is fine they both work by the way what are you ready for so let's do both let's do a I'm done with and let's do and I'm ready for so I'm going to count to three and I want you to say out loud whatever you're done with okay I'll say mine out loud, too. One, two, three. I am done with trying to do so much on my own without help. So I'm curious what yours was. I'm done with blank, whatever that is. And at a cellular level, your body responds. On a super conscious level, your soulfulness is kicking into high gear saying, whoa, this, you know, our driver here is asking for help and this important part of, of their lives. Let's, let's get on it, people, right? <laughs> okay, good. Now let's shift gears here towards something more positive. And I may not say this one publicly. I may keep it privately. That's my prerogative. So again, I'm going to count to three. And I want you to say out loud to yourself, and to the universe, and to your team, I'm ready for blank. So one, two, three. I'm ready for... <laughs> That's good. I liked mine. Oh, and I'm so ready for that. Okay, that's good. Oh, that's so good, you guys. Woohoo! Okay, let's relax our shoulders here. Pull your shoulders down way away from your ears here. And we're going to shift gears and take some calls because we are almost at the midpoint here. So if you want to share yourself live, you can click star two um, or you can type in the question box for those joining live. And if you're joining live, by the way, kudos. You guys know how to roll with the punches because this happened very quickly <laughs> today. <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> so again, star two to raise your hand, and I will see your hand go up, and I'll come on over. Um, but before we get to the questions, I just want to um, just reach out and give everyone a big hug. This feels like a huge transition window this week. I've been um, seeing it a lot in my private session work. I had like seven private session clients yesterday. It was very busy, and I was on it. <laughs> uh, okay. <sighs> Alrighty. Okay. Hmm. Ooh, okay. Star two to raise your hand. And good job with the transition window this week. 
Oh, my gosh. So energetically what's happening is that it's almost like a revolving door kind of situation is what it may feel like to a lot of us because we are adjusting to new vibrations that we are offering to ourselves. It's almost like a tap on the shoulder of, um, remember, you can switch gears at any time or there's all these other opportunities that are available to you that you may have been ignoring all this time, but maybe right now, you're ready to go after it or look at it again and, and take that on. Um, I know for, I also feel a theme for 2016 so far that many of us have started to feel more durable. Um, there was a fragility to being high vibe in, I want to say, the past. That some of us felt like, oh, I can't work in a day job or, you know, it'll crush my spirit or it'll dim my light or it'll drive me crazy. And what I have found for some people is that they realize actually their their spirituality and their soulfulness in this world is far more durable either now or B, it always was, but we weren't ready to accept that. So please give yourself permission to revisit decisions that you said hell no to, that you might now say hell yes to, um, especially when it relates to key barriers in your life. Um, and we had a very... Uh, blunt <laughs> message that we shared uh, calling, what was it, um, something in the higher dimensions. Anyway, it was uh, my March podcast where we were very blunt. And for those that say, you know what, how could, what can I do to make more money? Or what can I do to change my abundance profile? And I think they even, in, we even included the F-bomb when we said, um, effing get a job. Um, it's hard to try and increase the abundance and the financial flow in our lives when we are not willing to put ourselves into the commerce and economic stream of um, income the way it naturally flows in this environment. So when we are trying and conditioning our financial abundance and financial freedom on new systems that aren't even here yet, I just encourage you to be very patient because it's going to take a lot longer that way, okay? Um, and there's probably a lot of ways that you will surprise yourself with being maybe back into the uh, the mainstream world and, and realizing there's both. Okay. All right. Okay, Megan, thank you. She's saying Mercury Retro just about to start. Oh, it hasn't even started yet on the 28th. That's funny. But have heard there are like five other planets already retroing at the same time. Okay, yeah, it definitely felt a little bit like Mercury Retrograde for me. Okay, and we don't have any colors, which is unusual. So um, we may end early today, and I'm okay with that. Let me see if there's anything else. Oh, I know we had questions from last week. I'm happy to uh, dive into those. Okay, let me see if I can find it. We've got a lot of emails. Uh, okay, I've got too many emails. Let me search for Q&A. Here we go. Okay. I'm just reading some of the thank yous that you guys wrote <laughs> last week. Hey, Pam, thank you. You were there last week, too. And she says, hey, Jill, thank you for the great podcast. You always seem to say what I need to hear. Looking forward to the weekly podcast. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. Okay. Carrie. Hi, Carrie. 
from Vancouver. Last week she asked, can you speak to the health of the body and how to care for it for peak, peak experience, releasing apathy to engage more in molding reality? Looking forward to a private session booked in May. Ooh, Carrie, I look forward to that too. Okay, um, can I speak to health of the body and how to care for it for peak experience? Yes, I can. <laughs> I've been through my own version of this and I I'm still having a bit of a cold. Let me blow my nose for a second. Speaking of peak experience. <laughs> All right. So peak experience in the human body. There is definitely more than one way to do it. The biggest pet peeve I have about peak physical experience right now are these outdated notions that are still very mainstream. And I, I mean, I was under the, the, myths, the myths even just a year ago, and it was so frustrating. So my, my favorite myth buster right now that I'll share with you is, you ready? Drum roll, please. Calories in and calories out is not a true model for the human body. It is not true. What you eat and what you burn, the amount that you eat, the amount that you burn, there is not a correlation right there. there is, it's not statistically significant, and it's not the formula to follow if you want to be healthy, stay healthy, or get healthy, okay? Now, what matters more about how much you eat and the quantity of calories is what you are eating. And we have been sold a bill of goods when it comes to um, low-fat processed foods. So low-fat, low-sugar processed foods are messing us up big time. Our bodies don't know what to do with it. It's causing more harm than good. And it is the worst thing you can do if you want to be healthy, get healthy, or stay healthy. Okay? So what do we do instead? We actually, humans, and from what I understand across the board, I know for me it was radically game-changing, which is why I created the Minding the Matter series. So if you just go to my website and search Minding the Matter, you'll see that. And it's an ongoing series that anyone can join anytime um, because it's so important. So grass-fed butter <laughs> is like, well, I can't believe, I, I can't believe that butter is healthy and we deprived ourselves of the joys of butter all those years, eating all that fat, fake crap. Um, I was going to say fat crepe, by the way. <laughs> I wanted to share that little giggle with you. Um, so all that fake crap, margarine, and all that nonsense, which was horrible for us. It's, it's almost like if it's created in a laboratory, I'd stay, <laughs> I'd stay away from it pretty much. Um, so grass-fed butter. Why grass-fed? because grass-fed cows are healthier than grain-fed cows because cows naturally eat grass. Um, just like humans naturally, in my world, and what I understand about our genealogy, ate meat and veggies were omnivores. So love and hugs to all you vegans and vegetarians out there. If it's working for you, God bless you. That may be your best way. Definitely not my best way. Um, grass-fed beef, high-quality green veggies, um, not the starchy veggies, so not. I don't do rice as a grain. I don't do white potatoes, um, but I love the sweet potato now and then. But tons of green veggies, preferably organic, non-GMO food. 
And if I do eat processed food, it has as few ingredients as possible. Um, but loading up on those fats, having maybe even 20 to 30% of your calories come from fat, and the others from mainly vegetables and maybe a little bit of fruits. I don't do any dairy now other than grass-fed butter. alive. <laughs> oh my God, my cough is getting me good. All right, I'm here, I'm here. Okay, so um, there are some books that I recommend uh, for free on the Minding the Matter page that you can search for on my website. So you can feel free to check those out or I also have links to some podcasts or YouTube videos. Sorry, I've really had a big coughing spell right there, so I sound terrible. Um, but I feel good. <laughs> um, this ability for us to re-educate ourselves and realize that if something isn't working, stop doing it. I think the problem that I was facing a year ago is I didn't know what was working. I literally felt quite clueless, even though I'm very connected to my team, and I was still high-functioning in so many ways. Physically, I felt like my body was getting left behind and even deteriorating. And at some point, I did like what we did earlier. I'm I'm not no longer going to stand for blank. And for me, it was an unhealthy body. Even though I'm getting older, I wanted to get better. And now that I know what wasn't working and will probably never work, and I replaced it with things that are working, my my whole world has changed, literally. Now, yes, I have this cold, um, but it's okay. Not judging myself, just allowing my body to get whatever rewiring is available here. Um, so physically, because of food and understanding another way to balance my thyroid and my hormones and things, um, I can't believe how amazing I feel in my body. And uh, visually, I can't believe how well I look in my body. And it's not from exercise at all. I'm trying to mute because I'm about to cough up a lung. <laughs> okay. Okay, so thank you for asking that question, Carrie, last week. All right. Hmm. Megan, and I see the callers. I'll be right there. Megan, in yours, you say, uh, you have helped me finally break through a big block around reacting to what I would say others were doing to me by what they were doing in their own lives. Huge. I've changed my perspective. I changed what my focus is. I am focusing on me. Okay, pause again here. how I react and what I want to be in this world. Thank you, Jill. X-O-X-O-X. You know, you're so welcome. All right, callers. Okay. I see Jess. I'm coming over, Jess. Hey, Jess. 
Hi, Jill. I don't uh, even know if I should talk to you because I don't want you coughing up a lot again. I'm just going to say this one. I give me a break. So you go ahead and cough. Or you go ahead and talk, and I will. I've been, I've been coughing a lot the last, like, two, three days. I'll go to communicate because I very much feel like that my communicate, I've been calling it in, um, support with my communication. I feel repressed and suppressed before I go to communicate, and it's been bothering the shit out of me. And I'm like, is there anything within me that's doing this? Like, am I putting a lot, am I, you know, holding myself back? Because I know there's codes with trying to keep masters of light, which I am very much a master of love and light, um, suppressed and repressed. And I'm like, where? I'm like, it's like there's a wheel of my energy and I'm just spinning around and just like bringing my light and my divine energies into, I mean, everything. It's not just one thing. I'm like utilizing this time base to just boost everything up in just a really effective way because to me i've gotten tripped up so many times of what other people are doing i haven't been holding my light and that's not their fault that's nobody else's job it's mine to do that and so i'm like where am i not feeling that i can do this or i'm just asking myself the questions you know because i'm allowing myself to just be more fully here present in my body in my field i keep calling more of me from my depths Mm -hmm. up into my human experience in all facets and it's actually been quite interesting (laughs) i'm finding that being in my own space temporarily because i'm not doing the cave thing yet when i am uh wanting to stabilize or really integrate more expanded layers of me and energy patterns that it when I'm out and around a lot of people it, it can throw me off sometimes yeah yep and how powerful is it that you know that right that yeah. you're at your best when when there's that yeah and I allow it to be temporary Yes. I allow it and, to be very temporary. Because yeah. literally, I went down to the lake the other day, and, it, like, there's been – I can hold my light in really chaotic places. And that just because I can doesn't mean that that's what I'm wanting all the time. I know right. I can do it, but that doesn't mean that I want to be around that all the time. Yeah. I want better than that. You know what exactly. I mean? Yep. And I deserve better than that. But I literally went down to the lake with, for a peaceful experience, and there were ducks fighting. And I was like, are you, are you kidding me? I was like – is this even real? Oh, it's like, that's I didn't so think funny. Oh, my God. I love that. That's so good. Oh. And, and it was an opportunity for me to really drop some shit because I have a, I have a tendency that when I want to shut it down, if there's, like, violence or aggression or any of that stuff, like, I'm like, I'm not okay with that. Like, do you, you guys need to knock that off and just stop it. Well, it's not always my job to do that, to be completely honest. Hmm. That's fair. Yeah, when do we step in? And I think somebody asked that either last yeah. week or another time is, how do we know when we step in and when we don't? And that's that's a huge gray area that I do believe each of us needs to discern for ourselves. I, mm-hmm. I intervene way more often than I think most people would, much to my daughter's chagrin. I mean, I'm the one that, you know, we're driving along and I've just picked up one of them from school or something and there's three boys and there's one looking like he's getting the crap beat out of him, and they're whacking him with his backpack. And then I'm like, hey! And I ask, the, and they all look at me, right, because it's, it's an adult saying that in that voice. And then I, I look at the, the one that's getting, looks like beating up, and I'm like, I'm like, are you okay? Do you need help? And it's so funny how often they go, yeah, I'm okay. Like, this is a game. Can't you tell? <laughs> 
And I'm like, I, okay, yeah. well, <laughs> so even that's the funny thing to me is sometimes, you know, there's this gray area of things we think are wrong. And then when, when well, luckily it's a human and they can actually answer back and we can say, are you okay? And they're like, yeah, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with playing this weird game. It looks like I'm getting, you know, pummeled. It's confusing right. to me, but I honor their choice. <laughs> I do. Well, and I do. Like, I, I'm not okay. Like, I will say something. I'm not a kind of person that just watches it. It's just yeah. where, like, where is my realm of authority with it? Like, for instance, there was a cat, a stray cat that was, like, up in the tree that was trying to eat something. And I knew that there was some kind of baby in there or something. And I was like, hey. And I, like, had, I like kind of got it to get away. And I was like, listen, because this has been kind of, like, in my yard. Like, where, where is it, like, I deserve happiness in my home, okay? Where does that extend to? Yeah. Is what I'm questioning. Yeah. Okay? Yep. And so it's, like, when I ask these questions that it calls it from within me, and then I decide. And sometimes it's super awkward for me because I have to try to be like, well, how does this feel? How does this feel? And sometimes something new does feel uncomfortable, yet I can just tell when it resonates. And I don't stay rigid in it. I like I like dynamic. I like flexible. I like to roll with it and do something different. I love that. Yeah. And um, for me, I was like, listen, I know you have to eat, and, like, that's a part of your thing with the animals. Like, they have agreed that they will eat other animals. I said, but I don't want to see it. Mm-hmm. You've got to do that on your own time and not in my yard. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to see that. Yeah. So I'm still playing with it, but it's just I felt I can feel this window, and it's just so powerful. And for mm-hmm. me, it's just staying focused and not distracted. Nice. Oh, because I'm that. not okay with unconscious energy being able to fuck with me. Speaking of which, tonight we launched the Outwitting with Tico. Know your enemy. And series. I will be there. <laughs> all, of, all about that whole theme. And for those that don't know, um, I did, if you look um, again at my website, com, and just type in the search field with Tico, and you'll see the series. Um, so the series launches tonight, and we had kind of a free preview with the March free podcast that I, that I did that month. Um, and wow, I mean, I sat right alongside the, the super conscious, well, it's not, well, it is kind of super. He just said um, that we know of as unconsciousness in this reality and how it plays with us, how it manipulates us. And I've learned to consider it kind of a frenemy that we can actually have a dialogue with and we can learn from. Um, and he opens up. Um, there's a mutual respect there. So the ability for us to literally hear from unconsciousness in this reality is the only other person I knew that ever did this was Napoleon Hill um, when he wrote the book um, Outwitting the Devil. And when he, when I read that book, or excuse me, when I listened to that book on audio, I was like, well, damn it, Napoleon, you already did it. And he's like, no, 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 you still do it. You're, that, was, that was a long time ago, Joel, and not many people have read that book. So I, I was like, okay, yeah, you're right, I'll do it. <laughs> um, so it feels really empowering, very fresh, and game-changing, and we need this information. Well, I'm curious to see what will come up. Me too. I think I know what we're talking about tonight, but I don't want to say because I may change my mind. <laughs> I like that. I like flexibility. All right. Well, thanks for letting me share, and thanks for everyone who uh, is participating in this. 
we I'm feeling our energy fields differently lately and I just can feel like I can sense it in myself and I can feel how so many other people are accessing just amazing frequencies of their light it's oh, just good. Oh. I'm loving I'm I'm it feels tan- more tangible and real to me yeah. within my own field and from others that uh, it's beautiful I, awesome. I'm just really grateful for that so Thank you, Jess. I'm going to squeak in one more caller, and then we'll call it a wrap. All right. I love you. Bye-bye. Ellen, can you hear me? Uh, Yes, I can. Hi. Uh, How are you? uh, I'm fine, thank you. Uh, I submitted a question online. This is a technical question. Is this only accessible by phone? (laughs) No. it's accessible by um, by computer, too. I can't find a link on the page. There's a link for the replay, and I submitted a question in the question box. About <laughs> yeah, sorry if it's confusing. I know that there's others that are online via computer, so um, I'm not sure why you can't see it, or maybe I did something wrong and it's not as visible as it normally is. So if that's the case, I apologize. That's okay. I just wanted to be sure, and I do want to ask a question. Uh, what about olive oil? Olive oil is great. Make sure it's extra virgin olive oil and make sure it's not expired. Oil expires, and most people don't know that. So if you right. have um, toxic oil, then that will probably do more harm. It will become an anti-nutrient um, versus positive in your body. So um, extra virgin olive oil is a great source of healthy fat. Avocados are another great one. The grass-fed butter that I already mentioned. Um, grass-fed meats. um I'm careful with nuts because a lot of nuts have toxicity and mold in them that, well, oh, well some of us are more um, sensitive to it than others, but um, I used to be a nut, like, junkie. I just loved all forms of nuts, and now I find myself um, not having them uh, for days, and it's better. Ah, because peanut butter is a staple of my life, the natural, all-natural peanut butter. And you're okay with it? Yes. Okay, good. Good. I'm glad it works for you. Uh, so am I. <laughs> yeah, nut butter. Okay. But, okay. I love you, Ellen. I'm glad you called. And I'm sorry about the um, apparent in confusion about the uh, whether there was a way yeah, to... Well, I'm just, I am not, you know, I don't like Facebook and I just have problems with stuff and I'm all over this page and I can't find a link okay. anywhere except to the replay. All right. So I called in. Okay. Well, I'm glad I got to hear your voice, Ellen, and I'm glad you got to ask that question. Thank you. Thanks, Ellen. Okay. Bye. All right, you guys. It totally feels like Mercury retrograde. Maybe it's just in my world. Okay, this feels like a wrap, you guys. These quick ones go quick, literally. All right, thank you for being here. Um, If you'd like to join us tonight, where I will not have technical difficulties, I declare it, I claim it, for the Outwitting Wetiko series that launches tonight, it will also be available in replay. It's tonight for those of us in North America. Um, It's the middle of the night for my peeps in Europe. Um, but the replay will be available. I'm really excited about that series. It's something I've wanted to do for quite a while. And um, 
I was tapped on the shoulder and invited into that space in March, and I said, it scares the crap out of me, which, of course, means, yes, of course, I'll do it. Um, so that feels good. The other thing I want you to know about is that private sessions um, are literally one of my also favorite things related to my work, the ability to one-on-one -on -one assist, assist you in shifting whatever needs to be shifted help you see yourself through the eyes of your team and help you, uh, well, really help point out in a loving yet direct and sometimes a blunt manner your roadblocks that you're probably not seeing um, is something I'm uh, very good at and based on my reviews you can judge for yourself, but um, it's an honor to serve you in that way and there is a special discount code that's available on my website at joereneefeeler.com and there's a little gift box icon in the lower right and you can click on that and there is a way to book the session and save I think it's 20 percent uh, there's a limited quantity of those though because my calendar is already pretty full um, so <laughs> I'd love to meet with you in session and goodbye for now um, I'll be talking with some of you again later today in about uh, let's see seven hours and <laughs> 20 minutes and for the rest, I hope to talk to you soon, and if not next week, at the next weekly podcast. I love you. My website is jillreneefeeler.com, and again, the reason I do what I do is there's no way I could, in integrity, not share my views of the world and the amazing insights that I'm shared from my team, uh, from my higher self about this reality, another way to do things, um, a way to get out of the mess that humanity has gotten itself into and a fresh perspective on the resources that are needed, the divine resources that are needed. Um, it would be unconscionable to me to, to just sit quietly by and know what I know, see what I see, um, be flooded with the um, upgrades and recommendations and advice and insights that I get and just sit here and not share them. Um, if you are interested in doing more background research on me, again, the website's a great place to do that, but also you can really get a great sampling of my work through the two books that are out. Um, so if you go on Amazon, you can just search Jill Renee Feeler, and you'll get the two books that are out. One is Openly Divine, and one is Stepping into the Platinum Age, A Firm Foundation for Your Light. Openly Divine was done a couple years ago. It's still very relevant, and it's almost like a poetry book in a way. Nice little uh, short little phrases. People um, have told me that they love having it in their bag or in their car. Um, they read it before bed. They just flip to any page, which is very convenient and very upgrading of our vibra vibrational field. Stepping into the Platinum Age, a firm foundation of, for your light, is also um, you can flip through to any page and get um, it's kind of like we do in the Bible, um, um, where you can flip it open and kind of get what you need. I find people doing that with the um, Stepping into the Platinum Age book as well. It's a series of um, short and sometimes longer um, written forms of energetic transmissions is what I want to call it. There's lots of shifts and upgrades available to each of us. There's a lot of outdated notions that we walk around with in spirituality and in consciousness. Um, and I love to offer another perspective to help us get more in alignment with our higher self, which is truly, uh, in my view the, and in my experience, the best way to be our human is to be as aligned as possible with our higher self. And our higher self isn't judging us. Our higher self isn't saying everybody else needs to fix, fix their world so that I can live a good life. 
Our higher self is realizing the amazing responsibility and the amazing ability and amazing opportunity each of us as our human has to literally change our world from the inside out. So what are we waiting for? We're waiting for the news and the information that it's true and how to do it. So I'll do what I can in that regard and hopefully helping all of us turn on our ability to trust our own higher self, our own divine connection, because it's there. And it's very different than the five human senses. Very, very different. It's very subtle. Okay? All right. With love and gratitude and honor for all that you are. Signing off. Until next time. Bye-bye.